0: Hello, sisters and brothers, <clears throat> Joe Zenk coming to you. It is um, the afternoon of uh, Wednesday, May the 20th. I hope wherever you are, this finds you very well. Uh, I will probably get this up later today. I usually, I have a, um, a cord to attach to my computer from my phone with me in my car. But today, the weather is nice enough, the sun is shining that I brought my motorcycle in. And so this is going to get up later tonight when I get home and uh, get a cord to attach. So uh, I suspect you didn't miss it. But if you did, that's the reasoning why. Uh, Today, we will continue through, brothers and sisters, the Gospel of John, Chapter 16. No surprise to anyone. We've been in John for quite some time now, well over, uh, gosh, it's at least been... Well, I'll bet it's been the last two weeks, at least. Uh, No, I'll bet it's been more than that. We had the Bread of Life discourse before that. Gosh, we've been in John for a long time, (laughs) long time. We will pick up today exactly where we left off yesterday. So for those following along, we will be in the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verses 12 to 15. So, uh, brothers and sisters, shall we uh, take a look and listen to the Word of God? a reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the Spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, it is hard in uh, these last three readings to... Miss Jesus' main theme, brothers and sisters. The advocate, the advocate, the advocate. He's coming. I'm sending him to you. I got to go away to do it. He's coming. And of course, this makes perfect sense as we approach uh, the Feast of the Ascension. Uh, some of you may be celebrating that tomorrow in most dioceses around the country. Uh, they celebrate that uh, this coming Sunday. Uh, and we will do that. And then, of course, uh, following that, Uh, On the 50th day of our Easter season, so a week from this Sunday, we will celebrate the Pentecost and the arrival of the Advocate of which Jesus speaks. Same theme we've been talking about before, and I won't uh, spend much time on it, but this whole idea you know, Jesus is in the Father, Jesus is in the Father, Father's in Him. Well, now we have the third element of the Spirit. And so, if anybody says, hey, the, the words, the Holy Trinity, are nowhere in Scripture, well, you know, they're right in, in the sense of, of those words, Holy Trinity. But goodness sakes alive, it's all he's talking about here is is the spirit is in me. He will he will only speak what he hears and and what that is 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 what comes from me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you that whole idea of Jesus is in the Father and the spirit is in Jesus and he will take what is in him and and send it to us. Of course, brothers and sisters, that great outpouring continues through us. It doesn't end with us. It, it, it continues through us. All right. I've been over that before. You've heard that plenty. I mean, Jesus has talked about it plenty. So uh, two things, but they're really, really one, uh, both connected uh, today that I want to discuss. The first is that wonderful line at the beginning, Jesus said to his disciples, okay, you know this. You know what's coming. He's talking to you and I. That's us. I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when the Spirit comes, or when he comes, the Spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. da 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 I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. Meaning, brothers and sisters, there is more to God and more to living a life In Christ, then you and I know now. In other words, brothers and sisters, God can and will and should still surprise you and I. But here's the problem. We're human beings, and we get into our routines, and that's just the way it is. Um, recently at St. Anne Parish, one of the three parishes at which uh, I I helped minister. We had a a gal come in, Jill Preisner, God bless her, we're so grateful for her. Jill came in to the entryway of the parish center, the old rectory, where our offices are now. And she looked at at Laura, our our business office manager, who's just marvelous as well, uh, and said, huh, this could really use some love <laughs> and, uh, and, and a new facelift, you know, a wallpaper falling off the walls and, and, you know, books stacked here, there and everywhere. Well, the bottom line is I've been going in there the last 10 years seeing it and I just don't see it anymore because it's there. It's just normal. And I, I can't speak for Laura, but I, I'm going to do it anyway. I suspect the same is true of her. She just didn't see it anymore. And, and Deacons Pat or Dennis, when they were down there uh, in their respective roles, I don't think they saw it because it's routine. It's normal. But Jill came in there with new eyes and was like, this is what this needs. And Jill was 100% right. It was wonderful. And, and then, of course, didn't just say it needs a makeover. Uh, then gave of her time and her gifts uh, in order to do that. And, and it looks beautiful. Um, why would we be any different with our relationships? Unfortunately, I don't think we are. Um, whether that relationship is with a spouse, uh, Renee and I are approaching 25 years this December, or whether it is with a, a, a friend, a good friend, whether it is with a child, whether it is with a parent, I think it's easy, and I don't think we try to do this. I think if we consciously were challenged, we'd all say no. But I think we do it anyway, which is kind of, okay, I got them figured out, and I can put them in a box. No, we'd never say that. But I think we kind of act like that, and that, okay, I know them, I know them, this is who they are, boom. Uh, And we don't allow them to surprise us anymore, because we're not looking for it. But brothers and sisters, I can tell you right now, if you are married, that spouse sitting next to you, I don't care if you've only been married a year or two, or 25-ish, like Renee and I, or, or 50-ish or more. They still have the capacity and ability to surprise you. All you and I need to do is open our eyes to see it and invite them to do so. Because there are areas of the life, perhaps, they have not wished to share for lack of us being open to it. You know, the Buddhists have a saying, if on the road you meet the Buddha, kill the Buddha. Now, they are not a violent people, (laughs) so that's not what they're saying. Their point is, if you think you've got the Buddha figured out, stop, because you don't, and start over. If on the road you think you've met the Buddha, Go back to the beginning and start thinking new and differently because the Buddha is different and larger. Brothers and sisters, if that is true, and I I cannot speak for Buddhism, but I suspect it is true, I know it is also true of our God. There is no way, the God of the universe, who is infinite, that we as finite have God figured out. And the worst thing to do, the worst of all, would be, not consciously, but unconsciously, putting God in a box and saying, okay, I've got you figured out. If on the road you meet the Buddha, kill the Buddha. You do not have God figured out, nor do I. God is larger. Invite him to surprise you. And, and I need to do the same. I mean, this is the line. I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. Okay, Lord, I'm open today. I'm open. You have more to tell me? Help me be awake. Awaken me to it. My eyes, my ears, my heart, my mind. I think we go through much of our life sleeping, my friends. That's no judgment. I think it's true. Help us to be awake to this God who continues to surprise in the most minute thing you and I will come across today to the most grandiose, from the, the, the insect and the, and the grass and, and the daffodil coming up to the sunset this evening. Um, allow God to surprise you. Which takes us to the second point. Again, it, it, virtually identical to this point. But it says, but when the spirit of truth, but when he comes, meaning the spirit, the spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will guide you to all truth, which means, brothers and sisters, we are not the truth. How we think today, how we believe today, how Our attitudes come out of those thoughts and beliefs. It's it's not static. It it, it must be transitory. That doesn't mean I'm I'm advocating relativism. It means we allow ourselves to realize that we are not um, fixed. And if indeed we are a pilgrim people, a pilgrim church, it means we have not arrived yet. It means there is still out there a place where I need to be led. And to allow ourselves to be led, brothers and sisters, is an act of humility, of, 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 of humble nature that says, I do not know it all yet. We need to allow ourselves to be led, not just by our God, but by those women and men around us who can and will lead us if we are open to it. We live in a very polemic society where not only politics, but church society is divided. We need to be honest that says we do not know it all and allow ourselves to be led with humble spirit and a spirit open to seeking that truth in Christ to that truth to which we do not know yet. Because, brothers and sisters, we always can be surprised. Let's pray. Today we continue through the uh, glory no, glorious, joyful, joyful mysteries. It is Wednesday, and so uh, we will be praying for the incarnation today. So let's take a moment to uh, come up with an intention for which you would like to pray, and then let's pray together. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. The third joyful mystery, the incarnation, the birth of Christ, heaven and earth, unite. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, thank you for taking time to pray once again with me. I I love, this is like the best part of my day, every day. And so thanks for joining me. Uh, Boy, I hope Renee is not listening right now because she'll be thinking the best part of your day isn't seeing me in the morning or when you go to bed at night. Oh, I love you too, sweetie. Uh, Bless you all. I hope to uh, be back together with you tomorrow at this same time. God bless.